Hey everybody, David Allison here, and podcast for all, where you, the fan, drive the discussion each week. I may be stopping by myself. Check it out, Mark and Mark. Welcome to a podcast for all. I'm Shane Obershaw. And I'm Jeff Winslow. Jeff, uh, back to a regular, amazing, diehard fan tonight. None of this extra special guest stuff. Cool, cool. So we're back to where our guest drives the show instead of us having to to drive the discussion. Right. Our guest from Buffalo, New York tonight is going to do all the talking. You and I are just going to sit back and sip on some blackened whiskey. And we might even just leave our headphones and mic and just let him do the whole thing. Yeah, you know what? He can totally just take the reins on this one. It, this is this is a chill episode for us. Had some extra specials drop by, but back to the bread and butter of the show. He is from Buffalo, and the Buffalo Bills lost tonight, so it might be a little sour mood. But you can relate to that with how the Vikings played the other night versus Seattle. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I believe they lost by one. One point, yes, I know. It was... I don't even I don't even want to get into it. Aww. And it's always on national that was Sunday night. It's yes. always on a national stage when they uh shit the bed. Yeah, it's definitely something they're known for, so I don't think anybody was surprised, but when it's by one point, it's it's a little bit of a a kick to the gut, you know? It was brutal. Uh last week when we were up in the northwest of Seattle, Washington. I still can't pronounce the name of that town that Mr. Jeremy lived in. Do you remember? Yeah, no, I definitely don't know how to pronounce it. But we talked about the scoreboard. Yes, for the um, I Disappear. There you go. Stranded on an island or stranded in the I Disappear desert. I went through every episode and tallied them up so we can have our official scoreboard at our fingertips at any given moment. Ooh, do we have like a a top five or something? It's funny you say that. I have a top five. What do you think is the top song after all our guests on the island in the desert? I mean, I would guess that, you know, I know Blackened would probably be up there. Uh, Maybe Outlaw. I don't know what the, the number one song would be, though, off the top of my head. Number one, it's funny when I went back through these and listened to them, it made me realize how much we thought it'd be Outlaw. It is Fade to Black. All right. Second place, Outlaw Torn. But keep in mind, there's four different versions of Outlaw. Right, yeah, because we even had the, uh, we had one guest pick the extended version or the original version, whatever. Unencumbered version. There you go. Remember that TV guy from Rhode Island that had the perfect hair and the perfect voice? Oh, yeah, that was him, right? Brandon Kirby picked that one, and then you've got the studio version that got uh, two votes, and then SNM one got six votes, SNM two got one vote, and then Brandon with the unencumbered. That's pretty cool. Followed by Blackened, Orion, wow. and just squeaking into the top five, Sanitarium. Masterterium. Uh no, Sanitarium. <laughs> Masterterium did get one vote. It has one. 
O-N-E. What's been going on in your world? You know, just getting adjusted into the new house and getting everything kind of all put together, getting ready to get the the old project car over to the garage and start wrenching on it. Does it feel like home yet? It's definitely, yeah, it's getting there. When you come on up here, you'll see. Where's where's your Ride the Lightning uh, poster hanging right now? I don't have any posters up yet. <laughs> What's wrong with you? You've been there for three weeks and you're, come on, man. Slacking, I know. Don't give me any excuse like the girlfriend won't let it happen. Oh, no. She's the one that's been taking care of all, pretty much everything inside. I got to say she's done a fantastic job. Whew. Give her an award. Yeah, she definitely deserves some kind of trophy. <laughs> you said, hey, that's you me. just keep the kitchen clean and I'll run the podcast studio. There we go. All right. Um, here we are. Season two, episode nine. I'm going to call it 2.9-er. Did I hear a niner in there? You heard a niner. We're going to Buffalo, New York. From what I've learned, uh, our guest reached out to us via the old World Wide Web and podcast for all at gmail.com. You, the fan, come on the show. Drive the discussion. He shot us a message a few months ago. We finally made the time. Workout. I believe his first show was in 1994. Oh, okay. Without further ado, Charlie, since you're already here, from Buffalo, New York, Mr. Charlie Meister. <laughs> What's up? What's going on, man? How you doing? I'm, I'm doing all right, guys. Like, you know, the, like you said, the uh, the Bills lost tonight, but uh, we're moving on. You know, we, we needed that. Life goes on. That's right. Got to be ready didn't, for the Chiefs. Didn't the Bills, Charlie, lose four Super Bowls in a row? They did. Yeah. They did. They, they lost <laughs> them hard. <laughs> yeah, we're, hey, but we're, at uh, least they made it. Were any of those yeah. close? Uh, yeah, no, absolutely. The very first one, we we should have won. Should have, would have, could have, all that stuff, right? Uh, yeah, that was ninety-one against uh, against the Giants. We lost with our uh, wide right field goal attempt. That's Fail. right. I forgot about that. I was in fifth grade. It was tough. <laughs> we're still, we're still chugging through it, though, man. Still holding and, on to it. <laughs> yeah. Then the next two, uh, Redskins, that was a blowout. Cowboys, blowout. Cowboys, again, we had that game really, really screwed it up in the second half. That's what happens so, when Aikman and Emmett show up to play. Yeah, I know. I would I would have thought uh, Kelly and Thomas would have been a good counter to that. And, uh, and it was, but we didn't get where we needed to be. So, you know, here we are on our quest. But you know what's going to happen this year? And you know why? Because it's the Bills, man, and they're gonna they're gonna go to the Super Bowl in the year where we can't go in the freaking stands. <laughs> Either the Bills or the Browns. It's gonna be you know one what of I mean. These. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and they're gonna win the goddamn game too, because then we're not gonna be able to go have a parade downtown. That'll be your luck. That's, that's, that's right up Buffalo's luck. <laughs> no, that really would. Yeah, that's exactly right. So uh, you know what? I'll take it any way it comes. To be quite honest with you, here's hoping they look good. Not tonight. Tonight was not our night, but. Uh, you know, Chiefs are beatable now too. So, you know, two teams are four and one going at it next week. So, tune it's in. 2020. Anything is possible. That's right. That's right. That so, brought back cool. uh, good memories when you said Kelly and Thomas. Jim Kelly, Thurman yeah. Thomas. Wasn't that Thurman? That's right. That's right. Boy, That's right. makes me feel like a uh, nine year old again. Oh, no, you're not kidding, man. I uh, I ran into him last great year. Players, though. They were. 
or he still lives in town. Um, they, they, they both really do. But I, I ran into Thurman. We have this big thing that they do uh, Thanksgiving weekend every year called the world's largest disco. And it is as cool and off the hook as, as it might sound. And if it sounds stupid, it's not because <laughs> that's not my <laughs> cup of tea. Um, yeah, Charlie, uh, no Metallica under the disco ball. No, man. You know, and it's funny. I get into a place like that. I can have a good old time. But, man, if I'm not jonesing for some uh, for some rock tunes the whole time. But either way, it's a good, good time. One of the other things that we are not going to be able to indulge in this year, unfortunately. Well, everything's everyone's got their fingers crossed for 2021. You never know. I know. I know. God. Yeah, you know, I look forward to festival season in the spring, you know, and uh, it's like April, May. And I, I still feel like that's on the bubble at this point. If you'd have asked me a month or two ago, I was like, yeah, we're good. By spring, we're good. Once again, I don't know. No one's asking me. <laughs> no one's asking us either, but uh, shows aren't coming in fast. And I'm thinking July, August of 21, we might get back on a somewhat normal tour schedule. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know anymore. I, you know, it's it, I mean, that topic's been beat to death, right? We all want it to come back. Right. But God, man, if it's like, you know, every month you feel like, God, we, we're closer. We have to be closer. I don't know. But I don't know what that means. <laughs> so I thought your first show was in 94, but mom and dad put the kibosh on that. Yeah. You know what they did? And, and to, to rub salt in the wounds, like two weeks later, they let me buy tickets to go see Motley Crue. What? <laughs> I know. I know. And they probably felt guilty. It was one of those things. You know what I mean? From so Metallica did, to Crew. I know, but I'm really glad I caught that that tour too. That was really cool. I got to see Typo Negative back in the day. That was sweet. Typo, you know. Uh, cool. Crew had uh, John Karabi on vocals, which nobody bought that album for shit. But I'll tell you, that is a super underrated rock album. That is a heavy record with Karabi. The drums yes. on that are that's some of Tom, Tommy Lee's best work. Is on that. That was the yeah. self titled album. That's correct. Yeah. Trying to get that thing on vinyl is like 300 bucks right now. So awesome. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Those mid nineties, there's some really obscure records from back then that are just like barely pressed. Nobody bought them. They're probably mostly in a landfill. You know what I mean? But uh, that crew record and uh, the uh, Skid Row, the last Skid Row record they put out with Sebastian Bach. Yeah. I can't find that stuff, man. For I mean, I don't reason, know if anybody's looking, but the song that's coming to my head is that one where he's going, Everybody wants a piece of the action. All right. That's right. That's good stuff, man. (laughs) I don't know the song. There's some song on there, too, called, oh, I don't want to say Bad Apples, but it's something like that. Rotten Apples, I think. Right? Something like that. I spun that one, but yeah. Poison Apples. Everybody wants a piece of the pie. Yes, Jeff, that's it. it. Jeff, yeah. you got Hooligans Holiday. That's it. That's it. Yep. yep. Power to the music. Now yep. it's coming back. <laughs> yeah, Uncle Jack. Uncle Jack. Yeah. <laughs> right on. Hooligans in the apple is all I could think of. Hindered spirits right there. That's great. That's cool. <laughs> That's a heavy record. And I don't don't recite uh, oh, holy mind blank. There was a behind the scenes kind of making of of that record that really not didn't get uh, released, but if you YouTube it, there's some amazing footage. Oh, I would love that. Studio stuff, Tommy really? driving around in this beaten up pickup and Nikki out back talking about the record like sitting on a dumpster, some really good behind the scenes studio shit. That's cool. I would check that out. 
I would check that out. They really kind of skirted right over that area in the dirt. That's true. <laughs> that was all of about two minutes, but you know, no, whatever. no pun intended. But yeah, it was the dirt. Yeah, yeah cool. <laughs> you see, you see John Krabi for what a second as he's like walking to the stage. And yep. that's it. That's, he doesn't even have a line. No, he just, he's just seen for a second. Yep, that's all good. I love Vince too, but he was the hooligan. Anywho. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. But he's he's out he's out doing his thing. I've seen him do a little acoustic stuff. I saw him with the Dead Daisies a few years ago. I have open for Kiss, so yep. it's cool. Yes, dead daisies. <laughs> all, all over the place, man. That's all right. Yeah, There's some good jams. Yeah. No, that's good stuff. Charlie's mom and dad said, no whiplash for you. It's all about the live wire. No, I know. I got whiplash in my first show, though. So yeah. two years later, I saw him. Uh, Lollapalooza in 96. Oh, nice. Yeah. And so, so I'm in Buffalo. And I don't know how it ended up this way, actually, because that, that tour, Lollapalooza, played Syracuse, which is about two hours east of here. Yep. We, were, we were talking about that during the uh, the pregame in the green room, as it the, were. <laughs> the virtual green room. Jeff and I right spent uh, many days in Niagara Falls and what Syracuse is what, two, three it's hours Two away? hours away. Yeah, it okay. depends on where you're at. But yeah, so, so it's about two hours or so. But uh, for whatever it is, I, I ended up going north of Toronto. So crossing international border and going about two and a half, three hours north to go see Lollapalooza. Cool. And uh, I saw that was the first time I saw Metallica. It was the last time I saw the Ramones. And uh, that'd be yeah. cool to see them. That was cool. Yeah, they were cool. I caught them twice in the same year, though. They opened for White Zombie uh, earlier that year, and then uh, and then Metallica. Well, the, the whole Lollapalooza bill that summer. Right, right. So that was sweet. Yeah, it was a cool lineup. Yeah, we haven't talked to anyone that saw them on Lollapalooza. That's when they got. They kind of got backlash for, for playing it because that's when Lord yeah, was did. coming out, and boy, they were getting a lot of shit in '96. Yeah, yeah, they did. Right, the the whole uh, you know the, the makeup a little bit, the haircuts and everything, you know, and their their whole shtick was like you know, Lollapalooza's heavy. <laughs> it's sad but true. Yeah, but, uh, and everybody else know, on that bill was like, get out of here. I, you know, what's funny too though, like you know, I, I've. I've always been kind of a casual Soundgarden fan. So I, you know, I have no, no ill will for the band. I, I wish I could have seen him a few more times. And, I, but, you know, I just wish I could have seen Chris Cornell at least once. I never got to see him live. Ah, I yeah, man. I mean, many the guy's times. a legend, right? I was supposed to see him. Actually, I was supposed to see him at rock on the range. The, well, technically the second day after he passed, unfortunately, because oh. I, I woke up to that news on, uh, what would that have been a Thursday morning? And I was supposed to photograph them Friday night. They were the, uh, the opening day headliner at rock on the range. And, and, and then they weren't. So, Oh man, that's, so that was a, it was a dark cloud. I know. Yeah. Well, that brings us right into a photography segment. You were supposed to shoot the sound garden show. Yeah. Yeah. They, uh, I had, uh, so that was, that was the first, festival that i was approved to shoot so you know kind of building up what i do i've been shooting you know clubs and you know local stuff and and whatnot 
you know, for, for a little while. And so I, I got in and I was, it was approved to go shoot rock on the range. And, and the way that kind of stuff works is you get to shoot most of the bands, but a few of them require like each band's management to, to sure. allow you to shoot right. Bigger bands. Metallic is the same way. And uh, so they might have different, uh, different criteria, whatever it is, or maybe they want less people in there anyway. So the night before we leave, there was a, f- a few of those approvals kind of start rolling in and I'm, and I'm getting them and I'm like, oh, my God, this is awesome. Because, like, you know, I, I always treat it like I'm not going to get approved until I do. So I get approved for the offspring, which I love the offspring. I've, I've loved them since high school. I can't well, wait. I've always been a big fan stuff. of them. Me too. Simple, fun, every album front to back, maybe except for the last one. But, you know, otherwise. And Dexter Holland's voice has stayed consistent throughout yes. his whole career. It's amazing that even, you know, in his, what, mid 40s or early 50s now that he can yep. still hit those notes that he hit Unreal. way back when. It's, I mean, yeah. it's, it's crazy. I think he's taken reasonably good care of himself too. That right. might, that might help. I don't know. I don't really it's, know. It's simple, man. You just got to keep them separated. Yeah, that's it. That's it. See? That's and lots of water. That's it. Yeah, right. That's <laughs> awesome. So, so I get the Soundgarden approval. I'm like, or, yeah, so that comes later. I get the Soundgarden approval. And I'm like, oh, awesome. And, um, you know, I go to sleep. The next morning, my buddies and I were ready to go. We're, we're going to pack up our stuff, head out to Columbus. And my wife wakes me up and she's like, hey, she's like, so you're, you're not going to be able to shoot Soundgarden this weekend. And I'm like, the f- what? Like, that's kind of weird. It's like, oh, Chris Cornell just died. And I'm like, get out of here, right? So, of course, first thing I do is I reach for my phone. And, yeah, it's yeah, everywhere. Everywhere. You're right. You know, anybody that, that watches this, you, you know, right? One of those things, just like Eddie Van Halen last week, right? Right. right. You, know, you, you see social media and it's just everywhere. Absolutely. So, that was a... That was a bummer, and you know, one of my one of my best buddies was coming with us, and he's a huge Cornell fan. So, I mean, I felt really bad for him. I mean, forget me, you know, I'm, I'm really, I'm just another person there to go witness the show at the end of the day, right? But uh, my buddy is one of his favorite bands. Um, I think he had a chance to see him once solo when he came through town, but he never saw the actual Soundgarden either. So, you know, I felt I felt really bad for him and, and for everybody else, you know. Yeah. So, Tough times, Charlie. How long have you been shooting? You know, um, well, with real gear for about uh, about four four years or so. I mean, no, without counting. real. I, I don't want the re- the real gear. I want the beginning project. Oh, <laughs> we so, wanted when it was on the you know disposable cameras. Still, <laughs> well, that's actually exactly how it started, and um, <laughs> it was so. So this is great. <laughs> a, a Kodak moment, dude. It, it was too. <laughs> So, so that Lollapalooza show when I was in high school, so that was summer of my sophomore year in high school, Right. I, I brought a disposable camera and it wasn't one of those like sleek types that were small and like nice. It was like one of those brick cardboard kinds. Yeah. The heavy, just like monstrosity of a. Yeah. It was. Horribly, Did you still have was, to zip it? Yeah. yeah you, oh yeah. You have to do all that. The crank. And the thing is, like back then, right? Like, think about what you can do with a with a phone right now, right? Back then, these cameras took pictures for shit, right? Mm-hmm. You'd rip through a camera, and maybe you got one photo, maybe two, something like mm-hmm. that. Especially a camera that quality. Anyway, so they did not want you bringing any type of photography equipment into venues. So I had to stick this thing in my pants anytime I would go somewhere. Big old so, break. <laughs> so I know, right? So you're like, you're kind of walking funny, and 
once you get in, nobody cares. But getting through security was definitely a thing. So that Lollapalooza show is the first time I did that. And I've is been that taking a camera or are you class. just happy to see me? Exactly. Oh, I've gotten that. I know. I You're know. Like, no, I it's just a brick. I'm going to throw it on stage. Don't worry. Exactly. Yeah. Don't worry about me, man. Nope. So anytime, any venue, get straight into either the, the porta potty, the bathroom, whatever, and, you know, pull it out. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> Fast. So, yeah. So that's actually where that started as far as live music. And it was just one of those things that got me. I, I, I'd been taking photography courses in high school and it was something I enjoyed, you know, and for whatever reason, it, it just it felt like a way to just bring a piece of it home. And, you know, my walls, like like everybody's in the 90s, at least when magazines were a thing. Right. Hit Parader, Metal Edge, all those posters all over the place that you rip out of there. I was like, I want to make that stuff. Like, I don't want to just buy this. I want something that that I can, can create. So that I still love like, those magazines. I still that. I still reference them, too. You know what? I dug up a few last week. I should have put them next to me here. They're they're up in my office upstairs right now. Operator magazines were the best. I I'm pretty sure in my parents' basement because at one time mm-hmm. my room was in the basement. I'm pretty sure there's still a bunch of like Operator like you know ripouts. You know from oh yeah. Magazine. And I think one of them is like Lars circa 04, and he's got like the big old goatee and he's, he's behind the green kit for sure. And I'm pretty sure that one's still hanging up in my parents' basement. That's awesome. <laughs> Classic yeah, tear outs. That's it though. Yeah, I know I got the staple holes in the middle of them for the good yeah. ones. Cause they're huge. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no, I found a, I found a cool one the other day. It had, uh, had Gene Simmons and, and Hetfield on the, on the cover of it. It was like the two biggest tours of 96. And I was like, Oh my God, I remember buying this at like Walgreens or Rite Aid or something like that <laughs> with my mom. <laughs> Yeah, I remember the. Funny. I remember the. Obviously, if it was a Metallica centerfold, I would carefully pick or take the staples out, so I oh, could yeah. carefully remove oh, the yeah. centerfold without ripping it. Mm-hmm. And then you, you know you try to put the staples back, and it's never tight, so the whole magazine was just falling apart. It just falls apart and gets sloppy. But yeah, if yeah. it was any Metallica member or band shot of the centerfold, I would pretty much dissect those staples just to get a good, <laughs> a good half-ass poster out of it. Right on. Uh, they, well, that, that, that's what we had then, though, right? I mean, there's so much crap out there now. It's awesome. That's all we had. Like you said, before a smartphone or, geez, even the internet back then, you weren't getting the material we have now. Well, and of course, yep. and then you had your parents that were like, really, you're going to ask me to buy you a 5 $6 magazine for one poster? Yep. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly <laughs> You got that right, Dad, because I've almost got every space of my room covered right i'm I'm working on that fourth wall it's almost completely covered yeah we're going to get that metal edge that's right that's right oh thank god i didn't grow up in the 70s because it would have been kiss everywhere and it already was for me i love them i love them growing up i still do but i I probably would have bought all that crap back then (laughs) sure so you go from the disposable camera and Lollapalooza from from 96 to today charlie who uh who all of you shot Oh God, it's easier to work backwards, probably. <laughs> um, give us you know, your top term- five, top ten. Wow, yeah, I probably could give you a top ten easy because I mean, I, you know, there's I, I really try to dabble in a bunch of different genres too, not just like what I love, but also cool, uh, you know, artists that are like really relevant. Um, you know, whether it be for a hot minute or, or longer term. I mean, metal. I've crossed off most of most of the the uh, you know the top ones that I really want to hit. I, I did not get to see Slayer 
Uh, I've seen them. I did not get to photograph them, unfortunately. I had a, a conflict the day that I was approved for, so I had somebody else do it. Okay. Um, but that sucks. Um, but I got Metallica. I've been able to shoot them a few times right now. That, that was always going to be my number one, and, and I'm so fortunate that, that happened. Congrats. Um, Iron Maiden, I got them a few times. That's that's a huge show. Um, uh, Kiss, I've been able to, for, uh, to photograph them like four or five times now. Um, uh, in terms of like metal for me, that's that's kind of the stuff that I've grown up listening to that I love. I photographed Dave Mustaine, but it was on an Experience Hendrix store. I actually haven't haven't gotten to photograph Megadeth yet. Just Interesting. Pieces, but who's my it just hasn't happened, you know, sure. but it will. It will next time around. I know it. Sure. Um, you know, in terms of, uh, you know, classic rock, um, I got uh, Paul McCartney a few years ago. That was cool. Wow. Um, yeah, that that's, was neat. I got that's up I got there. I got him in a stadium. So that was in Syracuse. I, I caught him. That was uh, that was about three years ago now. Um, wow. And then I got Robert Plant a few years ago, which was also really really cool. That that was a neat experience. Dude, these are um, some dynamite names. It, he was sweet, man. Like I'll tell you what, he does not perform like he's Robert Plant of Led Zeppelin anymore. Really, a lot of his stuff is kind of more sort of Americana sounding. If you, I don't know if you listen to any of his stuff, but I have, I, I like, have. like more recently. Sure. Yeah, I mean, you know, feel like Zeppelin doesn't mean you're gonna like this, but but it's easy to appreciate it. It's cool, and sure. his voice is still absolutely incredible. You know, for you know, to to see him. I mean, the, the, the guy's in his seventies. He's an older guy now, but he sounds unbelievably good still. So I would say, yeah, Charlie. I know exactly. Uh, there was a few. I want to say maybe a year ago, a documentary came came out that followed Robert around with his tour. Okay. Some really good behind the scenes stuff, and like you said, yeah, here we are in his seventies, and his voice sounds like it's right in the seventies. Well, nineteen seventies. That is. Yeah, and it's especially. Um, kind of neat when you look at so many so many vocalists from like the 80s for example their, their voices are trash right yeah Motley um, Crue. I, I hate to tell you that's exactly <laughs> what i was going to reach for too <laughs> but it is and, and, and i love vince man i do i and, and i'll tell you what I, I i say that and i hope that that this tour that they're going to do hopefully next summer now i hope that guy's back with a vengeance i truly do because i grew up absolutely loving yeah. loving them um, but we'll see. Yeah. Right. But yeah, you know, that's kind of the point, you know, and then, uh, Oh, another one, guns and roses. I, I caught them a few years ago. That was another huge one. That was, that was probably one of the first bands I ever really got into. Did Axel have like a nine page rule book of what you could shoot and what you couldn't? I think they condensed it to about a page and a half or so, but, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was three songs, but uh, it was very restrictive in terms of what you basically what you could do so you know the sure. amount of images that, that get shared for from that show like you know you're limited to six images one-time use but you know it is what it is i mean i i look at that a lot of people hate that and i, I don't love it but it's kind of the price the price to play right i mean if it, if it gets you in the uh the photo area and in the show i guess we can play by the rules that's right that's right so we always do <laughs> um i caught a few like more pop people um then taylor swift ed sheeran celine dion stuff like that youtube i did youtube that was cool damn so, i don't know that's a that's a little smattering of it kind of all over the board if you will that's quite the smorgasbord of artists <laughs> can't that's wait to get a, back. a resume man that's that's impressive so, 
So we're getting there, right? I mean, it's fun. It, it, uh, it definitely, that it allows me to engage in it and, and hopefully bring something to people that might enjoy that. I mean, it's not for everybody, sure. but I, you know, I try to bring a little bit of it home and put it out there and say, hey, this is, this is what I see. This is what I like. This is why awesome. music's a, a big piece of my life. And when Ecstasy of Gold is playing and you're inside the barricade, did you have to pinch yourself going, <laughs> yep, this is going down? Uh, yeah, actually, that's that's right. Um, so Rock on the Range 2017, that was the, that was the vibe, man. It was I bet. It was a, a very limited crew in there, and that was going on. And, and you could tell there's a couple people that probably weren't really sure. Does this mean they're up next? I'm like, yeah, it does. <laughs> like, it's going to happen now. <laughs> you know, and like your dream is coming true. And other people are kind of doing their job. And I'm like, okay. You're like, yeah. no, this is the band, the good, bad, the ugly. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Metallica's After we got this. through ACDC, right? So Yeah, that too. Yeah. Oh, I did that too. I had ACDC with Axl Rose a few years ago. That was cool. All solid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He did a pretty good job filling in, I gotta say. I I almost I almost think he did better filling in than he does with Guns N' Roses. Well, you know, it was cool. It was just it, they they really did more of the like the Bon Scott era songs with him. So it was really cool because Great. to me at least, it didn't feel like he was just like stepping all over Brian Johnson or anything like right. that. It really felt like he, he Kind of went out. They did, and they did what, like a dozen dates in the U.S. with them, and, and maybe a little more than that in Europe. And that was it. It was a short thing, but man, if he didn't put everything into it, I, I loved it. I loved the recording of that. Yeah, from the videos that I saw, it definitely sounded good. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. That, that seemed cool. to be around the same year that Axel broke his foot and Dave Grohl broke his ankle or foot, and they shared that kind of throne. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that, Dave Jeff? Grohl let him yep, use man. his throne. That's exactly right. Good it was it was Grohl's throne. Yes. Cool. Yep. And he's the guy that would do that, right? Dave, yeah, <laughs> Dave Grohl is literally like the world's coolest rock star. Yeah, I would say. Did, have you guys uh, on a maybe unrelated note? Have you guys seen the new Bill and Ted movie? I have not seen it yet. I'm a huge Bill and Ted fan. Cool. Just as we're talking about rock, it's a good transition, right? Maybe a cold left turn, but just trust me, it's awesome. We'll have to check I'll it out. I'll leave it at that. Yeah, like it I said, I've always been a huge fan of the movie, you know, Wild Stallions and oh, you know, I just I, I love the movie. Um, but yeah, I haven't I haven't seen the new one yet. It's it's better than it has any business being, right? It nothing's perfect, but it's better than I, I would have hoped that it would be. Well, I'm glad that's still good, and even though George Carlin couldn't be in it. Yeah, I know. I know. They work. They work it all out, though. (laughs) I know. Going back to how cool, you know, how down to earth and amazing Dave Grohl is. He's actually emailed us at impodcastforall at gmail dot com and wanting to come on the show, but we've had so many guests in front of him, like Charlie Meister, that we just we've ignored Dave. Yeah, you know, we've got Charlie. We've got Kyle Shut from the Sword. We got Chloe Trujillo. We just we don't really have time, Dave. So if you could get back to us next year, maybe we'll get to you. Yeah, season three, Dave. We got you. Please email us again. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure he's, he's tied up filming Drunk History or something too, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> no, he's like, he's he's busy battling. That's a great that, show. He's battling that 11 year old girl on social media. They keep that's writing right. songs about each other. That guy's awesome. Man. I have. That's seen cool. That. 
basically we said, dude, we gotta we gotta talk to people from Buffalo that are you know shooting shows, not this Foo Fighter shit. Yeah, yeah. What's up with that? You're a drummer. Who are you kidding? Yeah. <laughs> You're in Nirvana. Ugh, Seriously, no <laughs> sarcasm, everyone. <laughs> yes, those damn drummers. I tell you. Seriously. Well, let's poke it a little further and let's go into the I Disappear Desert and uh, see what let's you can go. put up with for the rest of your life stranded on the I Disappear Plateau. For the rest of my life? Or 50 years. Hey, uh, let's just stay until the Bills win a Super Bowl. Oh, don't, don't go there. Okay, well, that's all right. Easy. Right, all right, easy. All right, cool. Okay, He's like, I got till so the end of the year. We're good. Exactly. See, that's what I'm talking about. February. He's no, predicting cool. this big win, but I, I something tells me it's going to be a little bit longer than that. I might be full of shit, but if for some reason I'm not, we're coming back to this. Perfect. We'll if have they, a part if, two. If they make it there before the Vikings do, they will. I'll, <laughs> yeah, I, I'll just leave it at that. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody would have even said that two years ago, so I'll take that as a as a W. <laughs> if the Bills win, Charlie, you're you're definitely coming on for part two, three, and four just to celebrate. Oh God, uncensored. Exactly, exactly. That's right. Extra uncensored. That's right. Forget the laptop. You'll I'll be, be spraying beer and in all of your basement there. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> awesome, awesome, cool. So we're on the uh, we're on the plateau with five songs. Five yes, Metallica sir. songs that I can that I got to listen to for the rest of my life. Yeah, you and Tom Cruise. You and Thurman <laughs> Thomas. Yeah, Thurman right. Thomas. Yeah. Ay, ay, ay. Uh, <laughs> that sounds good. Um, all right, so right right out of the gate, absolutely for sure, the Unforgiven. That was my gateway song to Metallica. Uh, I'm there, so really, I just have to pick four. <laughs> that was easy. Um, yeah, really. No, uh, you know what? I most of most of my top songs I actually got in uh, the Buffalo 2009 show. When they Hold came on to for Auschwitz. just a second. I have to. I have to um, refer to our scoreboard here. It is unbelievable that we are halfway through season two, and we have not heard Unforgiven one yet. Yeah, I know. It's a horrible disappointment. As soon as you said that, I'm like, before. as I worked on the scoreboard today, I'm like, I don't remember anyone saying Unforgiven 1. And that's amazing because I've got close to 60 songs on this list. It's That surprises me. Maybe it's me. Maybe I've got poor taste in plateau songs. <laughs> plateau songs. <laughs> <laughs> you got great taste, but I was like, we've heard Unforgiven 2 and 3, but holy uh, shit, what about, what, one. what about the OG? Yeah, come on, man. That's where this tale started. I love it. No, I used to I used to play that thing. I, I, so I go to sleep with music at night all the time. I'd play my stereo, you know, like before I was married and didn't have anyone else in, in the room. I would just play all through the night, you know, through junior high, high school, stuff like that. I'd just go to sleep with music. You'd be playing when I wake up. I just keep it on repeat, playlist, CD, whatever. Yeah. So that that was definitely that was definitely my tune. That's that's the one that got me in hook, line, and sinker to Metallica, and uh, that that always is going to be at the top of every list. I don't care what day of the week it is. Love it. So rounding that out, um, can we include covers? Yes, Absolutely. All right, because Jeff, then Blitzkrieg is up there. Jeff has a cover. Yeah, well, there's a cover in mine. All right, I'm just making sure. Yeah, Blitzkrieg. Blitzkrieg yes. Phantom Lord. Hold on, before we go to Phantom. Okay, yeah, let's do this. Best part of Blitzkrieg 
at the end when Lars goes, I fucked up in one place. <laughs> I love that shit. Such man. a raw recording. It's like they decided to keep that in. That's so cool. Uh huh. <laughs> I love playing that song live. Yeah. Great song. No, that's. If I could Frankenstein, like, like all of us, right? If you could just make your own set list. But I, I would say over the years, we've probably gotten through most of our favorites, right? Oh, God, yeah. Uh, that'd be a tough. That'd be a tougher list to come up with. Which songs would you want to be with that you've never heard live? Um, that, fortunately, that, I don't. I don't. Know that's if a good idea. There you go, you Jeff. Know? Season three. There you go. New segment created what by Charlie. Songs have you heard live that you'd like to hear while you live on Mars with Elon Musk? He's the president Dang. of Mars. Or wait, no. I think it was supposed to be Kanye going <laughs> going with. <laughs> Elon and yeah, hey, crazier seen, things have happened. I've seen Kanye <laughs> on some official ballots lately on social media. And I'm like, that shit's real. Oh yeah, it's <laughs> real. Minnesota real. Oh god, oh really? <laughs> yes, sir. They're, they're special up there in Minnesota, Charlie. That's why I decided to move out of there. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Interesting cool. things going on in that uh, area in the Great mm. White North. <laughs> So, Unforgiven One, Blitzkrieg, and then I believe you said Phantom Lord. Phantom Lord. You believe correct. Absolutely. He's having a unique list so far. That's all over the spectrum. We've only had Phantom from um, Miss Tiff in Hawaii because she's got a uh, car. Ah, Chevy uh, Bel Air that's named Phantom Phantom Lord. Lord. I didn't know that. I love Tiff. That's cool. You know Tiff? Tiff was on the rail with me in uh, Orion 2013. God, holy small world. That's crazy. That's right. It's funny how a lot of our guests, it kind of comes around it's amazing. full circle. Oh, they, yeah. They, they seem to either know other guests or they have heard of them or it's just it's cool how it all comes around like that. Yeah, She's, I know a shocking amount of your guests. It's funny. <laughs> it's crazy. She was episode, I want to say three or four. She was in Hawaii and then for her job transfer, she's now in Virginia. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Got a badass hot rod. and tip, I mean, straight up, even the license plate says Phantom Lord. That's sweet. Yeah, that, that one's up there for me, man. Uh, catching that tune, December 10th, 2011, with Dave Mustaine on stage was Ooh. a highlight. That, uh, that sounds like the Fillmore. That's exactly what it was, man. That was amazing. That was, that was awesome. You got to see Dave Mustaine, and I got to see Lou Reed. All right, all right. There you go. Um, I was a um, night two participant. I'm not trading. <laughs> I wouldn't either. I would still either. an amazing Maybe. night, but you got the uh, the whole kill them all lineup. Oh god, I would. You know what though? Ron. I would take any night there. Yeah, exactly. What are we talking about day four? I got Ron <laughs> and Lloyd Grant. I was going to say Lloyd Grant. That's right. Everybody was there. Aside, man. Though, that was that was historic. Ozzy. Yeah, yeah. Did you get all four nights or just four? No, I got I got the last two nights, which is super weird. Yeah, I knew at the time my my family, my kid was like just turning two, and we were we were leaving like a week later for Disney. So I did, and I was fairly new at my job at the time, so I did not have the time off to just kind of do whatever I wanted, you know. And um, so I I did not put in for the week, you know, for the four shows. But I put in for every single show, and I figured 
if I get one of these, whatever it is, I'll go out for a couple days and yeah. let's see what happens, right? So like you 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 guys were in the drawing and stuff like that. Then you you did that. Yeah. So they're going through night by night, right? And you can see like your entries are kind of getting rolled. Like oh, didn't win night one, right? Didn't win night two, and then all of a sudden like one night three, and I was like, well, going to California, you know, yeah. sweet. We'll catch this, and you know, it was it was early. That was like August, right? When the drawings were. I yeah, the shows were December. They probably knew you yeah. couldn't afford the 1981. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or the time off, but it, yeah, still, it was a lot. It was a lot back then. And um, so I so I went night three. I'm like, holy shit, this is this is so cool, right? And then I'm like, happening. And I didn't even know. Like I thought it was like you could just get the the four pack, or you could win a show. I didn't know you could win more than one show. Right. And then I'm like, I'm like, well, I'll, I'll check. I'll check Saturday anyway, just to see what night four looks like. And holy shit, I won that one too. Get out of here. Oh my God. Boom. So that was it, man. That was it. I was in. It was so much fun. Met awesome. a ton of clubbers there. In fact, what was cool was I met a lot of Met clubbers for the first time in New York City for the big four in September. Oh, sure. And at that point, if you were going to the Fillmore, you knew about it. And, and there seemed to be a lot of people that were sure. so that was kind of a neat thing to be catching up over because it's like hey guys that i just met i'll see you in four months <laughs> you know what i mean hell yeah so that was super cool what a what a year that was that was a good anyway. year i was in the same boat started a new job october of obviously 2011 yeah and then uh knowing that i already had night two tickets as i'm starting my new gig i'm like Gonna have to come up with a damn good excuse because <sighs> no matter what, I am not missing that. No, oh my god, no, and it was it was worth it. It was worth the whole trip. Everything it was amazing. So, Phantom Lord at the uh, yeah. Fillmore. Yep. Um, oh gosh, so that's so now we're up to three. Um, I would have to say Damage Incorporated goes on there. Nice. I'm sure that's on your list already. That's no, on my did. list. Yep. And yeah. Um, that's my and main, that's my main song off of Puppets, and that shocks people. But that's that's what it is to me. Yeah, God, it's it's, it's tough. You know what? I can just spit out songs and just roll with it, and I can justify anything else I want to do on there. But I, I would probably round this thing off with uh, with Dyer's Eve because that was like that was like my junior high just just spit in your face song. You know what I mean? Like you know, so still early on. Love it all. I think he picked that, Jeff, because that's one of Chloe Trujillo's favorites. Maybe. Wanted to be like Chloe. Or he knew that that was my favorite Kirk solo. Ah! I I saw that show. I saw that live once. Only once. Where at? Uh, That was Hamilton, Ontario in 2004. That's the tour they started playing that live, St. Anger. They they did play it a little bit, and it's funny too. On that tour, they um, I went to Buffalo and Albany. Those shows were back to back, and oddly enough, so that was the tour. They also kicked off the live Metallica process, right? Yeah, where you, you know, recording the shows, and putting them out there. Yeah, so they they did that. But if if you remember, the tour was announced and sold. And then they're like, hey, we're going to do this thing now where we're going to record the shows and you can buy them afterwards and all that. Cool. Yep. So whatever ended up happening, I think like worldwide, there was like half a dozen shows that didn't end up getting 
put on there for whatever reason, right? Interesting. I did, I never knew that. So, yeah. So, well, I, I did because Buffalo and Albany were two of those, like, six shows globally <laughs> that didn't make it. <laughs> so, so and, the, and we didn't know that ahead of time. It just was, like, ending, ending. And then all of a sudden it, like, updated that they weren't going to be on there. So, uh, you know, if the right people are listening, I you know that shit's recorded somewhere. I would love love one of those to make the box set when they ultimately come out with that someday the, right. the saint anger box set live from buffalo <laughs> yes yes or you know what i would take albany too because uh that actually i got to hear the outlaw torn on that show oh Maybe. dude i know straight up og so, outlaw torn that was sick too right um Very but cool. anyway so 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 I go to these two shows and like all I want is my little souvenir. I was like, I want my I want my music. I want to hear my show. Right. So I'm like, fuck it, I'm going to Canada. I'm gonna to go to another show. <laughs> like, that's how we do it. You know? So I, I did. I, I grabbed my little sister, we went up to Hamilton, bought another show, and that bang, Dyer's Eve. So there you go. Here's your door prize, kid. <laughs> You're like, there we go. That was worth every penny. It was worth the whole drive. It was awesome. Yeah, so that was cool. So that, that's that's what I'm going to round it out with for sure. I totally understand. Jeff, Outlaw, Torn Live, or Dyer's Eve? Ooh. Um, I know how big these are to you, so I had to ask you. If we're talking about, obviously, current time, I would say Outlaw, just because I, okay. I don't know if they could... I don't know if they could pull off die. I'm not saying they couldn't pull off dyers, but I don't know if they'd pull it off in a way where I think it would be like how outlaw would be. Now, if this was 20, 25 years ago, then I probably would have said, you know, it wouldn't be as tight as it was in 04. Yeah. Or, I mean, even, you know, obviously they started playing it late in their career, but man, I really wish they would have played it when justice came out. They should, oh god they should, that footage. Yeah. they should have just played it one time live on the damage justice tour just to say they did it it's a shame they yeah. they never did well they teased you with that freight ends little doodle during that tour right yeah like, just play the fucking thing i know <laughs> did either of you guys go to uh the quebec city shows in, in 2015 we did not, Charlie. It's funny you bring that up. We were in Bahrain in the Middle East when those shows were going down. That's right. No kidding. We uh, we had a f- great opportunity to go over there and uh, play for a week. And I had a ton of friends that went to that Quebec show. And I know where you're going with this. And I was so pissed I missed those shows because those set lists were amazing. Well... <sighs> It was what's funny, right? So, like, th- those shows were amazing, and I could I could go on about that for a million reasons. But <laughs> what what was weird to me that that stood out was so night two, right? So the you know they open up the the new arena there, and we get freight ends of sanity, right? <gasps> Huge shock! They're going to drop some killer tunes for Quebec City, right? That's that's why I went up there because right. like Quebec gets these set lists. But here we are. Freedoms of Sanity, and then we get Unforgiven two in the same night. I know. I was like, "Are you kidding me?" Well, like I had well, all all plans to go to that with a lot of people that went up there, and then of course I'm in the Middle East, and I look on Met on tour, and I'm like, "Holy shit, uh, that looks amazing!" Yeah, 
But here's what got me that was really weird. And, and and maybe I'm the only person that holds this opinion. I don't know. One, I was I was incredibly happy to see both of those tunes. And I'm happy to see these guys any chance I can. But if you'd have asked me walking in the door there, hey, you can pick this song or that song. I would have picked Frayed 10 times out of 10. Oh, God, yeah. Walking out of there, I absolutely enjoyed Unforgiven 2 much more. Which was weird. I would always, just, I feel like I'd always pick Unforgiven too. That song is it's really Overfraid? Yeah. Yeah, it's just an uh, such an underrated song, I feel like. And, and maybe Fraid's one of those like like you had said with Dyer's Eve, maybe it just would have come off differently, you know, in its in its own time. I don't know. And I'd take it again tomorrow, don't get me wrong. Oh like, yeah, me too. You know, like, and, and, and I don't remember who it was, but one, one of them, maybe it was Lars, maybe it was James, but somebody in the band had said something about, you know, how the, the live delivery of the song just didn't feel the way they wanted it to or something like that. Somebody can probably quote that better than I could, but something to that effect is out there. Right. I was like, get out of here. Come on. I mean, that's just, that song just rips, right? And it was fine. It was totally fine. But like Unforgiven 2 just hit me in a completely different level. And I was like, oh, okay, there it is. Like, that's a special moment. Jeff, are you ready for this set list that Mr. Charlie got to hear? Yes, sir. Here we go. Keep in mind, this is all in one night, so try to try to hold on here. Creep, Puppets, Battery, Harvester, Ride. How are we doing so far? I'm already feeling good about this set That's list. That's the first five songs. That's unbelievable. Okay, after Ride. Unforgiven 2, Saint Anger. Rome, Sad, Sanitarium, Frayed Ends, One, Bells, Fade, Seek, Page, Nothing, Sandman. I literally don't think it gets much better than that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't either. That is, boy, that is just on the gas the whole night. Hey, can we at, at some point next year out on tour can we do a set list that's very close to that one <laughs> that's amazing I mean, that, I okay, wanna... but, okay the rare ones unforgiven to saint anger frayed and page but even that opening five creep puppets battery harvester ride i would have walked to the car and said yep got I've my money's worth i've seen it all now in five songs see you tomorrow well, and anybody who listens to us knows how I feel about Creep being the opener. I still think to this day that is the best opening song they have. So I think, and then just moving forward into, you know, heavy hitters like Battery. And I mean, that's <sighs> Ryan. There's some good songs there to start off. Try why don't, how did, how why don't you, they do that sorry, night after night? <laughs> Charlie, how did you not walk out after Frayed? Because <laughs> <laughs> you already heard Unforgiven. You already heard Unforgiven too, and then Frayed comes in. You're like, it doesn't you get know, better. And then the encores turn the page. It's funny. It's like it's like when you watch one of those movies, and that that part comes up, and you're like, oh god, maybe it's going to end differently this time, or maybe this thing's going to happen. Well, every now and again at a Metallica show, that happens, and it like it is different. You're like, holy crap. You know what I mean? It's, they just blow your mind every now and again. That's a magical set list, man. That's boy, that's tough. That was something. That was something. That was cool. That was a good show. We did not sleep much that night. That was that 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 carried on well into the evening. Yeah, that adrenaline I bet was pumping. Uh huh. Nothing you... burned. <laughs> 
did you get your MP3 from this show by chance? I did. I bought the CD from that show. Are you kidding? I'm I'm good now. Shit, I might I'm buy good. that right now. Looking at the set list, it's awesome. Yeah. Wow. No, I do that every time I go. Anytime I'm at a show, I buy the CD of it because I want it. So that was that was the Quebec City where the first night they closed down the old arena, and then the next night across the street they opened up the new one. That's right. That's right. Yeah, it was so cool too because they're literally they like share a parking lot, the old arena and the new one. So literally and across the street. They're literally right there. Yeah. Cool. And it was neat because the old ones as old as any arena I've been in in you know twenty plus years. I got and the new up. one was was super cool. It was obviously obviously it was like the newest arena at the time, um, and it, it still it was it's phenomenal. A great show. Really neat neat contrast between kind of the old and the new, both in the stage setup, you know, and and kind of what what the band brought to it, but just the the whole vibe, the venue, and everything like that was super cool. I remember that the the old stadium. It was like at the end in the eighties, and then the new stadium was in the round. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it did an end stage which. You know, how often do we get to see him do that anymore? In know? an arena, not much. Right, yeah, no, never. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and then, sure, and then they they really debuted the stage that they've been using really in the round at yeah. uh, at that show. So that was cool. Jeff, check out he this is. set list from the first night. F- opening with Fuel. I do like Fuel as an opener as well. That's strong. Fuel, Bells, Blackened. Ooh. King, Disposable. Day. Oh, wow. Memory. Wow, this is early on. Lords of Summer. Wow, when they were still playing it. That's cool. Yeah. This is even before the record. I take that back. They were playing it that summer, weren't they, Charlie? Yeah, it was kind of left over. So that was the re- uh, the uh, by request in 2014. And That's they, right. They carried That's it right. over for a few shows, and that was one of them. My bad. Memory, okay. Lords, Sad. Unforgiven one. That's when Charlie really lost his mind. Uh, dude, all nightmare long. I remember hearing that on the magnetic tour, and that was. I remember I I had to piss so bad, so I ran to the bathroom, and then I heard the intro tape start. And I'm like, no, no, no! <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I'm literally, I'm. I think it was Target Center. Yeah, I'm in the in the bathroom pissing. And I'm like rushing back as fast as I can. I missed like just the intro of it thank god but yeah it's running down your leg you're like i got this you're like i can get back and i can still hear there's still you know you know 42 minutes left of the song so we're good classic after nightmare was one puppets uh, pretty standard from here on out fade seek whiskey nothing sandman and whiskey's somewhat of a rare track yes it is it's somewhat of a rare track just not like a oh it's more of like a (laughs) Oh, (laughs) I got to break the news to everyone, Charlie. Jeff and I do not enjoy playing whiskey live. (laughs) No, No. not at all. It's it's just too boring. It's a classic. It's a cover and people love it. But boy, we don't play that much because it's just a it's a a a snoozer. (laughs) I feel like I'm going to sleep. Doesn't come out much. No, it doesn't. There you go. Well, that that rounds off a hell of a disappear uh segment there charlie unforgiven one blitzkrieg phantom lord damage inc and good old dyer's eve there it is that is solid uh i'm taking that to the bank and the first time that unforgiven one even makes the list that's crazy all these slackers that came before now they know (laughs) 
All slackers. Charlie has set the bar <laughs> to a whole nother level, everyone. Yeah. yeah and then it. some. Yeah, it's still going to be at the bottom of your 60 or so. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, Shane, uh, should we transition into our next segment, you think? I have no idea what you're talking about, but it sounds a little, good. Uh, low man's lyric. Now we're really putting them on the spot. Oh, we, God. Should we put them on the spot? I'm going to fail miserably right now. I know it. <laughs> Dude, everybody says that, Charlie, and they they nail it. Yeah. It's not as bad as you may think. Don't worry. We've, we've picked some easy songs. No Blitzkrieg, no Phantom Lord, no Dyer's Eve. Oh, I'd probably blow one of my favorites. Then <laughs> you pick me on the wrong time? Forget it. Yeah, don't worry. I think you'll do all right. Give them the horn intro to Unforgiven One. And say, nope, sorry, dude, that was Unforgiven Two. The second one. <laughs> At some point, that's going to come out in this season. I think we're going to and we're going to give they're going to get a fifty-fifty shot. Just yeah. take a guess which one it there is. There you go. If you're an Unforgiven fan, you should know the difference. <laughs> it's not blacking. I know it's not blacking. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. All right, Charlie, are you ready to uh, do a little low man's lyric here? Let's do it. All right, starting with song number one, I will play two seconds of the song, and you got to try and guess it. You ready? Mm-hmm. Oh, God, Dirty Window. Ooh, that's 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 close. No, say it right out. Shit, it's on St. Anger. Uh, I need to... I need to hear that again. Shoot, shoot. Jeff's, Jeff's running all the songs tonight. I don't even know what, what's on the list. I need to hear that. All right. You ready to hear it again? Yeah, I'm listening. Do me again. Oh, I got it now. He just held up the St. Anger vinyl. Check that out, Jeff. Hey, that's a great vinyl. Yeah. That gets him a half a point. <laughs> well, if you get the yeah. song wrong, then you'll get a half Would a point. Shoot me again. Him. Is that your final answer? Uh, yeah, that's what I'm going to go with this time. Because honestly, I haven't listened to this album in forever. It just happens to be here. <laughs> He's just posing. Unfortunately, it is not Shoot Me Again. It was yeah. some kind of monster. Scum. Oh, shit, yes. Oh, God. So I'll continue playing it. God. Yeah, no, no, no. As soon as you said that, it's good. But <laughs> I had to hear that a second time. Everybody that I know that might still be watching this is like what a dumbass that's all good all right what's up next they just unsubscribe to everything charlie thanks like fuck that pot everything i've said has been discredited fuck the bills fuck the sabers <laughs> they're out <laughs> fuck oj simpson oh fuck seriously right <laughs> oj was a bill oh yeah yeah that was short-lived uh, all right charlie ready for song number two i don't know <laughs> Don't worry, this one should this one should be a little easier. They're all ready. That's Fuck. an interesting spot. You yeah, that's a weird spot. Is that is that Rome? Felt <laughs> <laughs> like the middle of no, I know, I don't know. Do you want to hear it one more time? I do. I know what it is, but you've chosen some fucked up spots. Well, yeah, because, I when I, hear- because when I tell you what song it is, if I play any other spot, I would have given it away. All, All right. right. I, I give you three seconds. 
God oh, damn geez. it. Yeah, all right. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Sandman. Okay. You can't play that part. Jeff. Yeah, all right. That's tough. That's why. Yeah. I, hey, if I would have played any other part, that song is too recognizable. It's true. That's true. It was interesting. I was like, well, that is a fucked up But that part. was weird. Yeah, I don't know that it. But yeah, I, honestly, hey, I don't think I would have gotten it. Hey, you still got it, though. I mean, that's yeah. all that matters. All right. Just queue we got? three. Just queuing up song number three. I kind of like it when I don't even know what's coming in next. Yeah, I want to see your face, too, when I'm trying to figure this out. <laughs> Going, ah, damn it. As I'm ripping through the whole St. Anger album, not knowing what the fuck that means. <laughs> <laughs> it's my world, baby. All right, Charlie, song number three. God, okay, now it's right there. Yeah, I could go all day with this, but I'm not going to bring it to my tongue right now. You're humming that. Yeah, I know it. I know. <laughs> I'll sing it too, but. All right, one more time. Oh, no, I, I know what I'm hearing. Oh, puppets. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to hum through the interlude <laughs> and not know what I'm talking about. As soon as you started humming it, I was like, all right. I mean, he knows the song. Yeah. Jeff, from here on out, you're you're in charge of this because you've picked really unique spots of dynamite greatest hits that I would never even choose the song. That's why I was like, you know what? I don't want to pick really tough songs. I want to pick easy songs, but pick spots that are a little bit tougher to identify. Uh, I think it's like actually it. fun. I'm going to I wouldn't. I don't think I'd pick Sandman or Puppets until like season seven when I'm like running, <laughs> running out of out song songs. <laughs> Those are pretty good spots. All right, here we go. Song number four. Running on our way out, it you will be dying. One thousand deaths. Yeah, I like. Seek. <laughs> we'll see. Seek and destroy. Ding, ding, ding. He gets it. See, it wasn't as hard as you thought it was. No, I, I might have redeemed an ounce of myself from, from screwing up uh, the first one. As soon as you hear Kill em All, uh, Kill em All Guitar, though, it's boy, that sticks out It's fast. pretty easy to identify the sound of that oh record. Oh, my God. It's crazy. It's, it's almost like that, that snare drum off St. Anger, right? I couldn't tell you what song it was. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing is St. Anger songs always get people because they're like, oh, I know that sound. It's obviously uh, off of St. Anger, but what song is it? Exactly. I don't know. All right. Song number five. I think you got this one. He's three for four. Oh, hell yeah. All right. A little hardwired. Give me a hot second here. It's on hardwired. Oh, God. Spin off the bone. There oh. we go. Yes. And he redeems himself done, dude. four out of five. I listen to it in my head for a second. Yeah, awesome. God, I haven't heard Nicely that live done. yet. I was going to say Ronnie. <laughs> <laughs> it was Lord of the Summer. Speaking of Ronnie, I where were we the other day? Girlfriend picks me up from the airport, and she says, at the gym, something came on Spotify. It's off load. And I don't think it's a Metallica song, but it said load, and the song name started with an R. I said, oh, Ronnie. She goes, yeah, that's actually a Metallica song? <laughs> I said, yes, it is. 
and it is very unique. Yeah, I, I honestly, man, I like the back half of that album more than I do the front, to be honest with you. I can totally agree with you, man. Which is weird. That's probably not a popular thing to say, though. Well, you got Bleeding Me and Mama Said and Outlaw Torn. Wasting My my Hate. hate. Yep. Sorry, how did I forget? Wasting. Poor Twisted Me. Yeah, Thorn Within. Yeah, exactly. Here. We're all there. You know, don't ask me to identify a two-second snippet of any of that shit right now, but like... (laughs) right it's solid it's solid <laughs> it's good stuff i would take that you know and it's funny because so much of the first half got a lot more play but i, I really like i like the back half of that it just is, is more that's the stuff that's like fat heavy right you know what i mean like it's a bigger departure from their sound but damn Absolutely. that's not tasty i like it tasty i yeah. like that's a great way of saying definitely that, has some know? tasty riffs that's it Cool. Charlie, we've had fun, man. Yeah, guys, this was awesome. I, I enjoyed it. I, I'm glad that we've kind of set the Bills up now to, to win this season. The Bills are going to win the Super Bowl. You the know? Sabres will be back next summer to win the Stanley Cup. Yeah, and we'll God knows what 21 is going to bring to us. Maybe I'll meet you finally and we can hear Freight Ends and St. Anger together. Well, I think that would be an awesome plan, man. Yeah, let's get some live music going again. You guys can go do your thing. I want to go oh, do my thing. We're it- <laughs> We're, we're itching to get out there. Where can people uh, find your photography work at? There you go. Um, you know what? I do a lot of stuff for a website called Music Connection. Um, okay. So it's a uh, yeah, they they do a lot of different things uh, on their site. A lot of uh, really, it's a resource for musicians uh, more than it is anything else. But they, you know, there's also a lot of editorializing and stuff like that. So we do you know, album reviews and show reviews. So um, I'm all over there. If you just throw my name in there, you'll see a whole bunch of crap that I did. Um, as far as like photos, just, just my name on Instagram, you know, Charlie underscore Meister seven, one, six, uh, I keep seven, a, one, six. And it's in the seven, one, six. You know, I keep there a, you go. a pretty good, pretty good running of, uh, of different stuff that I've seen on there. I try to keep it fresh. This year has been slow. I don't post a ton, but I and do try to get stuff up there every now and again. So cool. So yeah. Charlie underscore Meister seven, one, six or the music connection.com. You got it. You Looking forward to it. I'm gonna check that awesome. out, and we can see all. Uh, we can see Robert Plant and yeah. Bono and James Hetfield and Gene Simmons and probably a thousand other bands that we forgot to talk about. They should all be up there. Yeah, they should all be up there. Various places. <laughs> Very cool. Well, thanks again, Charlie. Let's cross paths soon. Awesome. And thanks again for coming on a podcast for all. Absolutely. Thanks again, Charlie. Yeah, this was great, guys. Thanks so much. Best of luck to you guys. You as well. We had a great time. Go Bills, and we'll see you soon. Absolutely. Have a wonderful night. Later. See you.